0: If there's one thing Kohler knows, it's innovative sink design. So that got me wondering, do my colleagues at America's Test Kitchen know how to fill in the blank? Hello. Hey Chad, it's Bridget. Hey, I need you to finish the sentence for me, okay? Okay. Everything but the, everything but the.
1: Oh man. Hmm.
0: I don't know, butter?
1: The bread? Oh, kitchen. kitchen. Kitchen sink. Everything but the kitchen sink.
0: For everything, including the kitchen sink, there's Kohler because they know that in the kitchen, the sink is where clean begins. Take the Artifacts Touchless Kitchen Faucet. It has a precision sensor built right into the spout, so a simple wave of your hand turns the faucet on and off in 20 milliseconds. Kohler offers a range of kitchen and bath products that make cleaning easy, and clean is a good feeling. Learn more at Kohler's collection of clean products at Kohler.com clean. Hey, Proof listeners, this is Bridget, and we're working on Season 5 of Proof. But today, we're bringing you another bonus episode. Way back in Season 1, we brought you a lovely story about the history of tiki bars, and we touched upon some of the mystique and allure of tiki cocktails, the Mai Tai in particular. But today, we're treated to a visit from executive food editor and America's Test Kitchen cocktail expert... What a title. And he's also my buddy, Dan Zucarello, And he's going to broaden the discussion today to summer cocktails. Dan heads up the book department of America's Test Kitchen, which published the beautiful and useful 2019 book, How to Cocktail. Hey, Dan, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me, Bridget.
0: One of my favorite subjects today, cocktails, especially in the summer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's quite as quenching. Now, It's pretty hot outside, and one of the cocktails that I really like to enjoy, especially this time of year, is a classic daiquiri. But, you know, the daiquiri is certainly a cocktail that has tons of history. It was named after Daiquiri Beach in Cuba. But beyond that, a lot of the history is kind of muddled, kind of like a cocktail. But you say that the daiquiri is not only refreshing, it's a good cocktail to learn how to make cocktails in general.
1: Let's start by just saying, when we're talking about the daiquiri, we're not talking about the, uh, the frozen kind that you get in poolside. This is really kind of um, a really delicious, shaken cocktail. It really just features three basic ingredients. You have rum, lime juice, and simple syrup. And that's why it's such a great learning cocktail, because it incorporates a really small ingredient list, but also really solid technique that you can apply to a host of other cocktails. Now, different people will, will make a daiquiri with different ratios of the three. We really like Starting with two ounces of rum, three-quarters of an ounce of lime juice, and three-quarters of an ounce of simple syrup. Now, this is a shaken cocktail, and the basics of a shaken cocktail is really you're going to take those three ingredients, put them into your cocktail shaker with a good amount of ice, shake it for 15 seconds, and then strain it into your cocktail glass. Super simple to make.
0: And that rum, that lime juice, simple syrup, it all gets shaken with ice in a cocktail shaker. What exactly does that do?
1: When you're shaking a cocktail, part of what you're doing is mixing the ingredients together, right? You know, citrus juice doesn't naturally want to mix with liquor. So shaking it vigorously is really going to help those ingredients come together. You're chilling the drink, right? You've got all that ice in the cocktail shaker. And so it's cooling the drink. Most cocktails we like to drink pretty cold. One of the really surprising things that we've found is that you're also diluting the drink a little bit as the ice melts. And the incorporation of water into the cocktail really helps to open up the flavors of the cocktail, really let those flavors breathe, we kind of like to say, makes a more enjoyable
0: cocktail. I get a lot of flack for this, but that's how I like my scotch, with just a little bit of water added to it. It just opens up the flavors, in my opinion. Exactly. Are there any ways that we can really make sure that we're making a great daiquiri? And then beyond that, what can we do to improve it or kind of play on it?
1: Yeah, I mean, like all great recipes, it starts with great ingredients. You know, look for a clear rum. The best suggestion that I could give you is to talk to the people at your local liquor store and get suggestions from them. And frankly, the rum industry is not very well regulated. So depending on price point and where you're buying your rum, you you know, you can get better rum and and not so good rum. So talk to your representative at your local liquor store. Really fresh citrus juice. You're not going to want to be buying, you know, pre-juiced lime juice from the store shelves. Definitely fresh lime juice. And then simple syrup. I mean, yes, you could buy simple syrup. I hate to say that you can buy simple syrup on the store shelves, but it's super simple to make. I mean, it's just equal parts sugar and water. And it lasts a while in your refrigerator. So definitely want to make that on your own. You know, in terms of the daiquiri and ways that you can iterate off of the daiquiri, I mean, that's what's so great about the daiquiri is with three ingredients, you take one of those ingredients and you sub in something else, you'll have a completely different drink. I mean, one of the other sours that most people know about is the whiskey sour, right? And in that case, really what you're doing is you're just substituting whiskey for the rum and lemon juice for the lime juice. Now all of a sudden you have a completely different drink.
0: What about changing up the simple syrup?
1: Yeah, that's a really great way to also iterate off of the classic sour. Infused syrups are a really great option. So we're talking simple syrup, which is just a combination of sugar and water. But if you take that basic combination, you could warm up the simple syrup on the stovetop and maybe add some fresh herbs or spices Really easy way to create a new flavor, and now all of a sudden you can take that flavored simple syrup, incorporate it into the base ingredients, and you have a whole new cocktail. And maybe it's still a daiquiri because it still has the rum and the lime juice, but now because you've added just one other uh, flavor component to the simple syrup, it just kind of tweaks it just a little bit to make it a little bit more interesting.
0: Now, Dan, I really like things like Tom Collins in the summer gin drinks as well is there anything that I could do with a daiquiri and add gin instead and kind of turn it into something else?
1: I'm glad you mentioned this, Bridget, because there is one that I absolutely love. I'd love to make it for you right now. It's called the South Side, And again, based off of the classic daiquiri, the classic sour, so we're talking three ingredients. So two ounces of London Dry Gin into the jigger. So to the two ounces of gin, we're going to add three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, which is exactly the same amount of lime juice we were putting into our daiquiri. And then again, three quarters of an ounce of simple sear. So really, the only change we've made so far is the London dry gin to so that master recipe, Right. What makes this really special, Bridget, is the addition of mint leaves. And so we've got eight mint leaves. And all we're going to do is really just add it to the Boston shaker. We're not going to muddle it. We're not going to bruise it. We're just going to add it in there. The action of shaking the cocktail is actually going to bruise the mint leaves while we're shaking it and incorporate the
0: flavor of mint into the cocktail. The ice is going to be doing the muddling. Exactly,
1: which I love because you don't need another piece of equipment in your cocktail setup. Really, all you're doing is allowing the ice to do the work for you. So we're building all of these ingredients in our mixing glass and we're going to fill it to the top with ice and we're going to shake it for 15 seconds. now we need to strain the cocktail into our cocktail glass, and we like to double-strain our cocktails. And there we have it. Southside.
0: Gorgeous. So, Dan, I just whipped up a Southside as well, so how about we drink it together?
1: I won't argue with that, Bridget. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.
0: Mm. Oh, that's good.
1: So Bridget, what I really love about this cocktail is you start with really good gin, so you can really taste that gin, all the botanicals that are in the gin. You've got the lime juice, which is just a little bit, doesn't overwhelm those flavors, gives it a little bit of freshness. And then the simple syrup bounces out the tartness of the lime juice. So you've got this really well-balanced cocktail. And then on top of that, the mint just adds even more freshness to that.
0: It is as if... I don't know. A daiquiri and a mint julep had a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to think about it. That's <laughs> so good. No, really refreshing. I love that the mint, sometimes mint can take over, and it really didn't.
1: Yeah. And the other thing that I really like about this is, so we use mint here, but think about your herb garden during the summer. We're talking about summer cocktails. I mean, any of the summer herbs would do just as well here as the the mint. So basil would be delicious. Mm. We've actually used uh, celery leaves in some of our cocktails, which actually add really interesting flavor. Tarragon, lemon verbena, all of these fresh herbs. Just throw them into your favorite cocktail and see what it does. It's a lot of fun.
0: I love that idea. Probably also flowers, edible flowers might add something. Oh, lavender Mm -hmm. would be excellent. So, Dan, we love the daiquiri, and I am now a Southside girl. So what else should we be trying for our summer cocktails?
1: Yeah, so we've talked about this kind of basic combination of a liquor, a citrus, and a simple syrup or a sweetener and we're talking about these bright flavors of lime juice. And for those people that really like a tart cocktail, I've got one um, that's right for them. It's called the Caipirinha. It's from Brazil. And it's got the basic ingredients of a daiquiri, except there's some small changes. But these changes really make a difference in the cocktail, I think. The first is that instead of rum, we're going to use cachaça, which is a spirit that's made from fermented sugar cane juice. Now, this might sound like something that's similar to rum. Sometimes it's mischaracterized as a type of rum. But really, you know, to be a true rum, it's made from molasses and and cachaça is made from fermented sugarcane juice. So we're going to start with cachaça, which is got this really nice, spicy, sweet, grassy floral um, notes, really delicious. We're going to still use lime juice, but in this case, we're actually going to take the lime, we're going to cut it into quarters, and we're going to muddle it in our Boston shaker, which is going to juice the lime so we get all that juice. But it's also going to release all of those fragrant oils that are on the skin mm. of the, the lime, which is really
0: going to add some really beautiful floral notes to the cocktail. I always say that the juice inside of a lime is only half the story. Right, exactly. And then we're going
1: to add simple syrup like we did with our daiquiri. We're going to shake it very much like the daiquiri with ice, but then we're not going to strain this cocktail. We're going to just pour the entire contents of our shaker into a cocktail glass, or a rocks glass actually, and serve it that way. And it's kind of fun because it looks really rustic. It's got those muddled pieces of lime in it. And like I said, this is for someone who really likes a tart cocktail because the ratio of lime juice to simple syrup is not the same as it is in a daiquiri. This one's got a lot more lime Mm. juice to simple syrup. But I really love it. If you really like, you know, the flavor of lime and that tart bracing flavor during a hot summer day, the Kuiperine is the drink for you.
0: Okay, I've got a challenge for you because my very favorite cocktail is today. It has always been a gin and tonic. I love that it's so pure. And I also like the fact that the recipe is the name of the cocktail, pretty much. What can I build upon with a gin and tonic?
1: Yeah, you know, we thought about this same question because we in the test kitchen all really enjoy a great gin and tonic. Like you said, it's just, it's so simple. It's kind of like the daiquiri. It's, it's the sum of its parts and you know what those parts are really quickly. And for the gin and tonic, one of the flavors that really shines through for people is the tonic water, right? And you know on the market these days there 's some brands that are better than others in terms of tonic water you 're starting to see some more you know artisan versions of tonic water which we 've tasted and are pretty good. So we thought, why not just make our own tonic syrup? And it's pretty easy to do. It's The base of it is really just a simple syrup. And the characteristic bitterness of tonic water actually comes from quinine, which is an extract from the bark of a cinchona tree. And it's easy to find online. You can buy it in herbal stores or online. To that, we added a little bit of lime and lemon zest and some lemongrass, and all three of those really just kind of give different floral notes to the tonic syrup. And then a little bit of citric acid, again, really easy to find online. And that adds a little bit of tartness to the tonic syrup. And so you let that steep, you get this really delicious syrup. And from there... You can do one of two things. You could turn it into tonic water by just diluting a little bit of the syrup with some seltzer, and that's actually really delicious on its own. But if you really want to have some fun and do something interesting, Bridget, like you were asking, what I would suggest to you is try what we call the new-fashioned gin and tonic. And it's a little bit of a play on words, so you can hear, like, we're saying new fashion. It's kind of like old fashion. An old fashion is really just a combination of a base liquor and a little bit of simple syrup. So in this case, what we did is we took gin, really good gin, and then used our tonic syrup as the simple syrup and created a still cocktail that could be served over ice. It's not effervescent. It doesn't have the salsa water in it. So it's really gin and tonic forward, but it's super delicious. And it's a great new way to imagine a gin and tonic.
0: Love it. It sounds like a gin and tonic turned up to number 11. (laughs) (laughs) So I have one final question for you, and I'm going to put you on the spot. You have one summer cocktail for the rest of your life, Dan. What is it? Oh boy, Bridget, that's a question. You know
1: what, I gotta say, for me, the quintessential summer cocktail has gotta be the Aperol Spritz. This is a popular cocktail in the Veneto region of Italy. Venice is a great place to visit, but if you're there sitting along a canal with a Spritz in your hand, it just doesn't get any better than that. And it's typically served, interesting enough, with some cured green olives and a slice of orange peel, which I I always like the olives it's just it's quintessential summer for me
0: it sounds so good well i'm gonna grab my south side and cheers to you one more time because thank you so much for helping us dan with all of our summer cocktail game cheers cheers to you all right and that is the last bonus episode for now but stay tuned for season five of proof coming in just a few weeks on august 20th